Thank you so much, Benji, for agreeing to do this. It's Vasaki in the UK, the Vasaki time. We have a big program going on tomorrow, the release of the motherhood movie. There's lots of lots of inspiring stuff. And and when I thought about having a podcast for Vasaki time, you guys were the first people that came to mind. Um, so no pressure. But <laughs> if we ask a question around the name of your page, I think that's kind of where I wanted to start with. Can you give me a bit of a backstory with that? Okay, so it was mainly okay at the starting when we started the page. Um, we were like we wanted to have more BB out, and none of us wanted to go public. So first we made just when the course personal page public, and then she made it private. And then um, the main point was for her to go public, and then she didn't want to do it alone. So I'm like, okay, I'll support you. Um, but we were like going through many names, but then Ajdi news came because A and J. Ah. nobody gets it but i thought it was really like smart. we never shared it with anybody that's yeah. why <laughs> but a and j amrit and jesse and then ajdi news like basically today's yeah news. today's news because then let's make it then we made it philosophical we're like um basically whatever you share today whatever you learn today whatever you implement today will create that change tomorrow or the next second so yeah, I, I love your post because of its relatability. I feel like sometimes things can seem really lofty and can seem a bit inapproachable or inaccessible. Um, and basics, I think, do also a good job of making things accessible for people who aren't a Murtari. I myself was a Monna up until a couple of years before I got married. And it just seemed like very much them and us. You have the Amratari community and then you have the normal Punjabi community. And there wasn't in where I'm from anyway, there wasn't much of a connection between the two. Um, so thank you for the content you, you put out. It's very inspiring. In terms of Amratullah, where do you advise people start off? And so you answered questions around how much sleep should people be having? What should people be doing if they're struggling with it? Because I think a lot of people do struggle with it. Um, for me personally, uh, it's something, yeah, like it's not like it, it it's well and then it goes down and then it's well and then that's like that's the journey um i think the the biggest thing they need to start off with is sleeping on time right um if you don't sleep on time you won't be able to wake up earlier rather than jumping the gun and being like okay let's wake up at 2 a.m let's start off with like let's say 7 a.m if you usually wake up at like 9 wake up at 7 a.m then slowly 7 630 <laughs> then uh, six then five um that's the progress that needs to be made and uh, you kind of need to be um gentle with, with yourself and be like it's okay if i'm not if i uh messed up today or like i skipped one day let's retry again tomorrow let's keep going let's keep going that's it that's the biggest thing i keep in my mind that i this is something i really want to do so if you really want to do something you're going to keep trying at it no matter how much you feel that's, that's amazing. Again, I think it's really positive and encouraging. Um, Benji, what are your thoughts around how much someone should be sleeping? Because I have some friends who do Sangat with um, a Babaji, Baba Fodja Singh, um, comes down from India, spends a, a few months there, and they say he never sleeps. So when they're with him, they try and do the same thing. And then I listened to some Katha of Baba Isha Singh and, and I read Chityam of Bhai Singh and he would say, oh, you should sleep seven, eight hours. You don't want to go in excess, but you also don't want to harm the body by trying to do too much heart in, uh, uh, in the sh in the when you're starting out. And um, these guys, they kind of feel a bit guilty if they were to sleep 
a normal night's sleep, seven, eight hours. So what are your thoughts on that? I have very um, open thoughts on <laughs> sleep. Um, for me, of course, when you're around Santani Sangat, when you're around Gursik Sangat, Mahapap Sangat, like, you don't even feel like sleeping. Um, you don't have that desire to sleep. You're you're going you're to be really awake. Of doing anything. You're, you're, because that energy is there and you don't want to sleep. It naturally happens. But when you go out of that, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for one thing that I did about my uh, sleeping is um, when I had the week off, I tracked it. So um, I just slept at the same time every single day. And I um, wrote down when I woke up, like your body wakes up when you're fully uh, rested or if you need to go to the washroom, but your body <laughs> wakes up when you're fully rested. So um, I think it's okay to start off there. And how much sleep really depends on how much your body needs. And as, yeah, of course, how like Mahapurks and so many Gursiks, as you do more bhakti, as you go deeper into that state of mind, um, the becomes less sleep, relevant. Yeah, sleep, sleep, just go, sleep decreases itself. Yeah. I, I think that shouldn't be your first focus. I, I think the first focus always is um, what, how does your body feel and how can I get started? And like, just take that step to do that. Because it's also like people will try to sleep like three, four hours. Mm-hmm. And then while they're doing their nitrin, their gutka is falling out of their yeah. hand. Mm-hmm. Or they can't even focus on what they're reading because they're so tired. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, well, that's not the point. Might as well be fully rested and then do your nitrin with full concentration. Mm-hmm. Because again, you can't. Um, quickly like we really honestly we all expect ourselves to go from one stage to a next stage in a blink of an eye yeah like that's an expectation we all hold consciously and unconsciously on ourselves and it's really important to recognize that that's not how we're going to make that progress or make it consistent we're in kindergarten trying to get a phd that's what i always say yeah (laughs) um yeah we hope that answers the question it does really eloquently um on to the next question, which is related, I've heard the bicep that we were talking about earlier, your um, trainer bicep, um, Sing Strength. He was talking about how his journey has been up and down and it's been different chapters in his journey. And I really liked the way he expressed that. And I think people like myself, when we get into Sikhi, I feel like we think, okay, that's it. We're going to do six months of you know, Simran or, and, and that's it. We're going to meet God and we're going to be done. And I think it's not that straightforward, at least it wasn't for me. And then it can, you have this expectation of what it's going to be like and and you're not kind of steady because you're not progressing gradually. You're trying to go all in on something. And I think Sikhi is a bit of a marathon as opposed to a sprint. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Because here in the UK, anyway, we have... Some people who go really extreme, they will burn out all the time. I, I don't mean extreme in a negative sense, but they they will try and follow all the red. They'll be sabrubebeki. And then I might see them. There's a few people that come to mind who I might see them again a year later and they're money and they've, they felt like they had done everything, but they hadn't got what they wanted out of it. And then they've completely gone the other way. And it brings me to what Jesse Benji was saying around. Um, it's a... Uh, it's building that love, it's building that relationship. And it's about where is your mind at? So you could be going through the motions, but if you're just waking up after two hours sleep because you want to do what the other person's doing and what other people are going to say, then you you might be missing the point a bit. 
Um, what is your advice for people who are trying to get into it and they maybe want to do everything? Um, I think for me, like we were, I was born in the Amritali family, so Sikhi was always a part of our life. However, my dad always built our foundation. Like we had to do Amritali together in the morning, we went to Gurmit camps. But every time I would go to the Gurmit camp, everybody would be Amritali. Everybody had this thought on, but I never did. So I would be like, I want to wear this thought. I want to wear Panchakas. And my dad's like, no. And I was always get confused. Like, you raised me to be sick. You, I was assuming you wanted me to take Amrit. But he's like, you only want to do it because you're around people who look like it. And you want to feel the vibes that they feel. However, you don't have any of the background. And so you're going to jump into this thinking you're going to feel all the things they're feeling. And I remember, like, I tried to wear my Panchakas for, like, two, three months. And then I went to school and no one else had their bunch of cars. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And when I was finally 16, I connected more with Gurbani. I wasn't outwardly sick, but I was more insult, more so inwardly. And that's why I say to everyone, connect with Gur- Gurbani first, connect with the Sakhya first, and then open up like that Tars will come. That desire to be Guru Gobind Singh's daughter or son will be so strong that nothing else will matter anymore. And because you're connected to Gurbani rather than a person or maybe some kids at Gurmat camp, that connection will never break. So I would always tell people, connect with Gurbani first, connect with Sakya, build your outward Sikhi later. It'll come very quickly if your connection with Gurbani is strong enough. And I think like Ahapali was saying, some people are trying to do everything. I do want to recognize that both is possible. Right. Um, why do I say that? Because I'll give you a few examples. Um, like, first of all, I'm going to give the example of Pagaji. Pagaji, when they went into Vadema Purgstatha, so Santkar Bachan Singh Ji Khasa Pindramale, they went at around the age of 23, 24. Yeah, early 20s. Um, so early 20s. And um, they even write this in their both. They got that um, right? Um, and from that age till they're like 86, they're going to be 87 this year. Mm-hmm. They've been nonstop doing seva. So that's like one really like a Mahapurk example. And mm-hmm. if I look at Gursik example, I personally know Gursiks, Chardikta Gursiks that have just came into Sikhi like two years ago even. And they're at a stage right now where they're like, they, they're doing Katha. They're teaching Santhya. They went from a, like not knowing anything to like that, that level but then if I look at myself personally when I came into Sikhi like my whole family entire family is Amritari so is my everybody else and my other like long distance relationship but I was like the um, person that was out of that um but when I got blessed with Sikhi my journey was very slow and now like even with the Barna aspect I wanted to put Put a shine a light on that because I've always wanted to wear a bana and wanted to get, but I'm trying. But this year I got the um, finally got the courage to wear a bana to work to school, right? Everywhere and right now, like even right now, I'm wearing a bana and I'm trying that because that brain built and that os was there that I want to um, be every aspect of Guru Sahib. I want to take every aspect, whether it's Bana, Bani, where Shastar, with the art, whatever it is, I want to, and I'm slowly implementing into my life. So on that retrospect, um, I think both is, both is possible. they like some people, when they came into Sikhi, when they're coming on, they already have those, that Pagdi in them, and they just need that one light, that one spark to just dive deep. And they literally dive deep, and that's it. That's like stability for them. 
Mm-hmm. But that's that that's that personal introspection and reflection you have to do for yourself. That am I doing this because this is what I really want? This is where I am. This is where my heart desires. Or am I doing this as hearsay? That's one thing every single individual needs to do a personal re- reflection. Nobody can say anything to anybody else that, hey, you're doing all these, you're going to burn out. You don't mm-hmm. know their avastha. Mm-hmm. You don't know where, where they are in their stage. Mm-hmm. Only they can tell that. Because I've seen both ends of the spectrum, right? And I've seen the middle ground too. And I've been through all of them. So, and I know per- Gursiks that are on both stages. So I understand that, again, it's a personalized journey. Mm-hmm. That's a great answer. And in relation to, you mentioned building PR, and that's a good place to start as well in terms of the internal journey. What resources or what tips do you have for someone who wants to build that beyond and that sharda i'll tell you a story okay so um this is a funny story but i'll tell it um uh mine if i say something wrong but when i first came to pagajis like first ever everybody's like saying fate to them so for me in my head this is my first time ever first of all coming like i've been into like blessed with like sikhi for amr for blessed with amr for two months and then i got ble- uh, blessed to see bab bari right got their darshan and everybody's saying fate to them I'm like who's this grandpa <laughs> why is everybody saying fate to them and they were asking them questions so i'm like okay let me go ask them the question um the biggest thing this is personally for me i asked them the, my first question i don't know why it was babbari how do we gain prem from maraj how do we get that prem from guru for guru sahib and their answer was really simple they're like keep coming and you'll find out so for me that was keep coming to sangat keep doing what you're doing keep diving deep keep um wherever you're reaching out keep doing that for me and you'll get that answer but another thing a good six said to me was um amrit if you have questions ask them but if they make you to a point where you're wavering like you're falling off the path leave them aside and they slowly get answered and for a fact till this day that has happened like wow. just starting off with that and i can say that with like 100% it has happened and it still happens mm-hmm. um, so you mean to if if i'm thinking about people who don't have access to bhagavad gita and and they can do sangat wherever they are right like if they're in the uk canada us they find some good sangat around them and keep doing that yeah, yeah. so that that aspect of babbi saying keep coming it wasn't just to keep coming to bhagavad gita it's keep going to sangat keep going to different uh, gurbani vichar arth kathas um kids camps katka wherever it is wherever you jeda tade man tekda wherever your mind you find that uh, stability keep going there and then build off from that amazing and if we ask if we go on to the topic of uh, training because i know you, you got both train i follow your journeys and i find your posts really inspiring and personally my my wife used to train she used to do running so not really train but running is a sport <laughs> yeah yeah but um i think as she's got busy with the kids and her sangat aren't really as into training i think it, there isn't that emphasis or there isn't that kind of um it's not top of mind for her anymore and the same with a lot of bibi i know they they get married they have kids and they kind of don't exercise anymore as much and also 
we have pretty good, well-resourced Gurdwara in the UK. So all the major ones will have free gyms. And I think maybe the kinds of people that go to the gyms, they're more burly, big things. And I don't think Bibian feel that comfortable going to the, that environment. I'm just trying to hypothesize why it's not as popular for um, Bibia. But what is what are your thoughts around the importance of training and what has your own experience been? We started training together three months before COVID, we went to like a commercial gym and we were too intimidated <laughs> to actually work in the gym gym. And the nice thing about gyms is that they have like a woman section and then they have like the actual gym. The problem with the women's section is there's just cardio there. There's not really much weights. And we like, we knew from the beginning that we wanted to do weight training rather than like, you know, just cardio and that kind of stuff. We lasted like three months there and then COVID happened. And then we connected with Imanji Vijis, like Sing Strength. They're also a Pagaji student. And they trained us in their home gym. So that's where we felt really comfortable. We didn't have, there was like no one being like weird or like, it was just us. And like their wife was there too. So like they made sure, because Pagaji has like rules that Sings and Bibia should never be alone. So that rule was why their wife was also present. Um, so we trained there for what, like a year and a half? Yeah, a year and a half. And then from there, we connected with like our Brazilian jiu-jitsu teacher and she ran, ran only female classes. So Guru says Kirpa, like we knew we didn't feel comfortable training around things or men. And Guru Sahib just answered our prayers and just kept giving us places where we would feel comfortable. And the reason why we did want to, first of all, even start off all these things is because we wanted to learn ourselves in order to teach, us. teach other and create that space for other Bibia. Yeah. That's always been our goal. Bhagati told us from day one that you guys need to collect 100 Bibia. <laughs> That's what they told us. They said 100. And we said, okay. We did Bibia Kanfat, 100 Bibia came to that. It was exactly 100. And then we did it again the next year and 100 new Bibia came. And so on the dot. <laughs> it's always on the dot. And that's what our that's what our goal has been for the last three, four years. It's just collect all the Bibia, unite them, get them strong, let them give them a space to seva, teach them how to do Santhya so that they can go and teach more Bibia Santhya. Never keep any knowledge you have. Give it up. And then they'll share it. Even if you know the, just the letter Uda, share it. Share it. Um, but from the <laughs> aspect of fitness, um, like one of the amazing things, it's like, again, Pagaji and other Gursiks that I've seen, one thing Babaji always says is that keep a notebook um, yeah. and write all what you're doing. Um, whatever you're working out and then go to Guru Sahib's Darbar. Do you know how we paid our food? We paid our like... Um, uh, we paid uh, uh, Rumallah Sahib's. Baba, he said that, Peta, that book to Guru Sahib and do Ardaas be like, Maharaj, look how strong I am. <laughs> so you give your book to Guru Sahib. You write all the workouts you did and your reps and then you go like, here you go, Guru Sahib. This is what I did to be Tiyar for Tiyar. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's so inspiring because you, your training isn't going to be for you then. It's for... Yeah, it's for your guru, which is going to be such yeah. a, a different mindset and a different approach to training. I really like that. It is because right? What is that called? We are all part of that khalsa. So how are we that fod if we're not tiyar but tiyar? If we can't like uh, personally like walk like even like two kilometers without running out of breath. Hmm. We did like, we do gym and job classes every Thursday online for kids as well. And we talked hmm. about like Vasakhi for them, 
and what that means. And for, for us personally, we've always tried to do practicality. What does it mean in your personal life and how will it affect you? So and for how the, you can make it practical. Yeah, like how can you actually put it in your life, not just read Bani and then that's it. So with the Panjbiyade, we're like, okay, let's talk about their names instead. So yeah, Daya means being kind. Like, are you going to help your siblings? Are you going to give your, your if you get like money from your parents, are you going to give a dollar back to someone else? And then we talked about having himmat. So we're working on being strong. We're doing exercises, but then also having taram. So that's the importance of learning the sakhiyan. So, you know, right from wrong. And then sahib means adopting Guru Sahib's roop. So actually becoming like them. But these are the five virtues you need to become like Guru Gobind Singh Ji. And Guru Gobind Singh Ji, Guru Har Gobind Sahib Ji, they were all super fit. Guru Har Gobind Sahib Ji was so big in like their body, but they were so fast. So that automatically means that Guru Sahib not only did strength training, but they're also doing endurance training. They did pyelometric training because they were really quick. When you go to through Suraj Prakash, there are so many like stories of when they were fighting Bande Khan. Bande Khan tried to do a va and Guru Sahib quickly got the horse's girdle moved it out of the way to protect their foot, and it was a kadivad. That means Guru Sahib was doing like pyelometric training. They were doing that type of training where they were quick learning on their feet. So that automatically tells us that we need to be doing that training. Even like Guru Amr Das Sahib, you might as well, they carried like a gagar on their head. That's like a heavy, like heavy weight. Yeah. yeah. Guru Gobind Singh Ji, their archer was 80 kg, right? Um, or there was even another Sakhi of a Gursik who literally, um, uh, there was a, a Hathi attacking. I forgot who it was, but they climbed over the Hathi and mm. they pulled the Hathi's ear down because yeah. they knew where to press on the ear, yeah. ear to make the Hathi come down. It's like, where like these are crazy things like yeah. uh, we should i want to be able to do all these things personally and right. like when it comes to being a gursik when you go to india like uh, most people when they go to india you get to go to where there's some sort of car seva going mm-hmm. we went like gurseva.com vg told us about it too when i went we had to do like mitti like we carry mitti in a big like balti and we put it on our head we had to go back and forth so many times. They also got to do that. And that to me is like doing overhead press carries, doing a waiter carry. It's all the exact same thing. So I can't do it at the Gordora right now, but at least I'm training it in my gym so that when I do get the chance to do Seva, yeah. I can. Even like, um, sorry, we just start having a conversation with each other. But even <laughs> like Pagadi um, in their health, they tell you that prevention is a cure. How to... Um, eat, walk, talk, um, how to exercise. One of the things they said that Bhagat Puran Singh Ji no sirte se jaake kilometer road turo. That means uh, like take that embodiment of Bhagat Puran Singh Ji. Mm-hmm. Um, like sirte se jaake as in like bring that within yourself and walk eight kilometers every single day which Bhagat Puran Singh Ji did. What an amazing way to think of exercise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That we're embodying them, right? Because yeah. we are, we are that, we are, we are Sai. Yeah. That's the whole point of Khalsa, right? Why did Guru Sai make the Khalsa? It was to literally identify us so that we look like Guru Gobind Singh Sai. We look like them, yeah. right? And to look like them, you have to act like them. That's literally the first step to do their mariada, follow everything that they're saying. And even when it comes to gym, right, be strong for what like Bhagat said, like keep Bhagat Puran Singh in your mind, right? 
same thing with Guru Sahib. We can all be super strong. We can deadlift and squat and everything. But if you're not having Gurbani playing, there's no, there's no point. Like when Bande Khan lost to Guru Har Gobind Sahib, he literally said, the reason why you won, I'm stronger. He said, I know I'm stronger. But you have Shakti. You have power. And that's why you won. And that's why with the Panjabiyar's name too, you can have the Himmat. But if you don't have the Taram, you're not going to become like Sahib. Or they or any other Panjabiyar. Nothing, yeah. Amazing. Long answer. As you can tell, we're pretty um, passionate about this. Yeah, and it's, it, it comes through and it's it's really inspiring. And have you noticed any personal benefits? Because when I I do some health talks and I try and get people to do some exercise, I think as the people in Sangat, we probably have about 80-20 split, split 80% of people do some form of exercise. and Sorry, 20% do some form of exercise and 80% probably don't do anything. And then I, I try and sell it to them and say, you'll be able to sit for longer and you won't get as much pain in your knees and that type of stuff. Have you experienced any practical benefits of exercise? Yeah, <laughs> everything, I think. I think because to me, exercise and Sikhi are not separate. I think they are one. I don't think they're two different things. I don't think you can be a Sikh and not exercise. That's what Pagaji says. Wow. Sitting on roll and not being able to um, <laughs> run out of breath, maybe. Yeah. yeah. During the conference, I've um, On a serious note, like for fitness, um, your mind is more stable. Mm -hmm. For a fact, your mind is more stable. Uh, you are able to focus more. Because um, one, one of the things that we learned, Baba, you always says this, Jarasim, right? Jarasim are like a bunch of the cars and that's when we move our body, like you, you, you'll see Bab, video of Baba doing this or moving their head or always going like this with their hands. Hula hoping, right? Or like punching their, um, uh, their glutes. glutes and thighs, right? Everybody at the starting, even we used to laugh, like, why is Baba you doing that? But that actually increases blood flow. Mm -hmm. always, uh, um, they're always saying that, always stomp your feet even when you're sitting or do hula hoop like start move, shaking your body even when you're driving or um, breathe in and out with your stomach like go in and out with your stomach when you're sitting um, because every single thing is movement and those when you're doing that your data seeing your whole body I've, all the vicars in your body start shaking mm -hmm. and that like releases those let's say negative energy yeah right negative energy and then you're able to um, focus more on the positivity even in like Gurbani Gurusad talks about being a wrestler, being a horse rider, like being strong, that doesn't necessarily mean a physical horse rider or being a physical wrestler. Although I always, like we are more practical, so we like to apply both ways in real life and like spiritually. But like Gurusad says, right? So yes, I'm a wrestler and I'm going to enter the like, the arena and I'm going to fight and I'm going to throw my challengers right today it may be somebody actually on the streets and that's why you're it's important for us to learn Shastra learn martial arts learn jiu-jitsu but those moves are also going to teach me how to control my inner enemies who are the bunch of God every single day so doing my dis having discipline with my actual exercise regime is the same discipline I apply to my spiritual yeah. routine and you just feel like a boss man <laughs> that's like <laughs> reality yeah literally. i feel like a boss every time i work out or i go like that's but every time we work out or um do brazilian just or like just do a takedown in bjj right or like uh, dasi is also learning muay thai right now um so just 
punching the bag it's like you feel that power that energy it's like it's amazing like what the like things that your body can really do yeah plus like where like, we read every single day and every katalachu will always say you're so lucky you got this human body but do we even respect it like our body is literally and here we are like feeding it really bad food not using it letting it become like stagnant not being so stationary and then to the point where we can't bend our knees anymore to even like it's it's like um, one really amazing perspective that a Gursik shared with me that Bhagavad Gita shared with them. They're like, um, I'm going to say it in Punjabi, then I'll say it in English. They're like, hey, Mana, jetu janada asarir guru sabda. Then would you treat it the same way? If you know that these very hands, if you thought of them as these very hands being guru sab themselves, mm-hmm. would you treat these hands the same way you're treating it right now? This body is literally guru sab themselves, right? Would you treat that, that body in the way that you're treating it right now what are you doing with it i wanted to ask about a diet and the influence of a westernized diet like pizza pasta chips every day and the, the impact that has on health what's your perspectives on diet so i think um that is a journey as well for me personally it's a huge journey because i love food <laughs> and i i'm that uh, pizza pasta diet but um uh since like we met Bob Buddy Pagaji. We've been trying to implement what they tell us uh, into our diet and then slowly building up to it because the way that they eat is extremely sadda. Like it's like what uh, you would basically eat back in the days. And they only eat what they grow. Like in the summer, whatever they grow, wow. that's what they eat. And they uh, buy kernels, like um, whole wheat kernels, and they hand grind it. Okay. And they hand grind it with a chakki and it's extremely hard to do yeah. with a chakki i thought you have electric ones yeah but they have the hand one yeah so wow. they use um they use both um uh and they very sadda so no tarka to their food because again no tarka, no, uh, no like basically sato goni foods like there's different aspects of food as well like if we um benji would know better if uh when you do psychology there's certain foods that like when you're in depression you should eat because they help um uh with your hormones and uh, your thoughts and emotions and feelings yeah. so that's the same thing that um pagji applies to the food that the food that they tell us is like pagti dara like how to attain that pagti dara pura sadda khana like completely sadda khana they eat dal they sarblovich um they chakki atta um they dalia they eat nuts milk fruits fruits even fruits uh fruits high in sugar they don't even eat that yeah so very sadda food that um it will be enough to sustain your body but literally to sustain literally to sustain to eat not live live yeah live to eat not to what's the saying i don't think it's eat to live not live to eat yeah there yeah go. so that's the ideal like situation when you're going on the bug uh, that you want to eat but for us like we implement small things like yeah. for example we chakki no right? gande we don't no eat tarka, no tarka no cha no cha like wow. so cha is actually um i'm gonna put this out there it's um like i was doing research cha and coffee is actually the number uh, number two drug in the world Right. Wow. It's very addictive and you can see that uh, in the community. And even if you go back into the research of it, how it was brought in, it was brought in by the British mm. as like a form of drug. Right. Uh, there was a, like even back in the Jatha, um, Jha was seen like as a budget. Kura. 
like you would have to be yeah. rebirth with amrit like uh, why people are going to be like to such an extreme chata sanja idea but if you see the negative effects of it it's a drug you yeah. can't stop drinking it mm-hmm. and before this like before like maybe 50 years ago chaa was banned in the gurdwara there was no such thing as chaa in the gurdwara and now it's like an everyday like we did like smagams and camps yeah. for the experience ki and we also like cuz the panch pyare they don't drink chaa they tell us not to drink chaa and everything we were like a no cha camp no cha smadam and we had people like sneak in cha cuz they just were like we need cha and that's it that's really like it's like, scary to think of that we can't last a day without but, it but it's doable like i'll give you an example of my mom um well she did bunch into her to not to drink cha she hasn't been drinking for 2 years usually mm-hmm. people will be like oh my head hurts but she's totally fine and there's so many other aunties that have been drinking cha as like a uh, routine that stopped drinking it now because of the bachins and it has been improving their health like if we look at our food in the gurdwara it's a huge problem um tale padar samosa pakode all mm-hmm. these things no so food. this is like everybody i know usually when people hear this they're like whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa stop it's not right? hard to it's not that hard to implement if you do it so step by step little bit by little like we didn't start off taking all these things out right away some of things luckily we never started so mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh, we had to take it out but it was like in a seven day week okay like every day we prashadda let's just turn that into chapati mm-hmm. now we dal maybe four times a week let's just do no tadka dal mm-hmm. so like my opinion even as like a trainer i'm always like if you like to eat burgers you like to eat pizza like you can still do it but add a salad in add dal in mm-hmm. like and then slowly slowly that dal gets bigger and the pizza gets smaller and eventually you don't even want the food i like to experiment so i actually experiment with like the full out gursevik diet for a year i did um, 60 days only. i did it for a year and the changes body i've seen in, i saw in my body at that time my mind my health my sleep every single thing it was crazy wow i can't tell you it was crazy then because school happened and i didn't consistently keep it um i kind of uh, went, went down so now i'm slowly started to rebuild on it because i know the effects that the changes they had in my body it was it was crazy i did it for a strict year and these guys know <laughs> they they get so annoyed they're like oh you don't want to eat this either i'm like no yeah wow, <laughs> she's a foodie and i'm a foodie i like, like out of all the their sandwiches i feel like she's the foodie and everybody else is like if we get food it's fine and if not it's not a big deal wow. but um i think the biggest sikhya from food though was babri like if you mean babri they always say bina santokh nahi ko raja bina santokh without santokh you will never be fulfilled even if i give you like one prashadda but the thing is if i give you a prashadda and dal it's not like tastes super sweet or has a lot of salt or sugar in it so you're going to eat just to sustain but their food is so good yeah if you go to babaji's eating chakkiyatta with no loon prashadda anything in dal it still tastes amazing but it's you're just eating those two prashadda but if i give you like a box of pizza i've mm-hmm. seen people eat the whole box of pizza <laughs> mm-hmm. because there's stuff in there right that you can't have santokh so the diet isn't simply for just like oh we want to feed ourselves good food it's your mental it's the santokh part the santokh part goes into everything your fashion having santokh with your fashion having santokh with your food having santokh with your sleep having santokh with your mental stuff your environment that bina santokh nahi ko raja is babaji's slogan it applies to every part of the world 
So listeners are probably like, whoa, this is too much. Hold up, back up, right? So we'll give steps, right? Um, the steps that we're following is start off with one thing. Start off with maybe uh, decreasing it one day a week. So I personally start off uh, started off with sugar because I like sugar a lot. Um, decreasing it uh, to like not eating it um, for, I ate it for five days a week. Then I would decrease it to four days a week. Right now it's like two, three days. So it's still that progress that's building amazing we don't have like a strict diet plan that people can follow it's just like um slowly implementing like a healthier aspect of everything into your life so sustainable and in terms of the evidence on behavior change your methods make a lot of sense because they they look at i'm reading a book on neuroscience at the moment and there's the science behind learning and the myelation of nerve fibers and the more you repeat a behavior like smoking for example those those nerve fibers those pathways in the brain get solidified and they get myelinated so you can't undo myelination of a nerve fiber but you can supersede it with another behavior so they what they advise in psychology is not to give up something but find something which is better for you and as you do that more and more, you won't want to do the other thing as much, if that makes any sense. Um, so what you're doing is in line with the current science. So it's incredible. Um, you've mentioned a lot of a lot of lifestyle related stuff. Um, some of it you mentioned was in um, Babaji's Bhatti. Where can people access this stuff? If you're in the UK or the US, if you don't have the have the blessing to be in Babaji Sangat, like how do you? How do you um, link in with it? Gursevik.com. Everything is on there. And our app, Learn Shud Gurbani. Um, with the Poti subs, if like, somebody beginner opens it, for a fact, even me, it's really hard to navigate through it because it's a lot of information thrown at you. And for us, because we've done that much, uh, been blessed with the Sangat and been trying to implement it and see Gursevik's doing these things it's easier for us so um with the potisavs like i would also recommend we have a lot of online classes is doing those or um like we post like little snippets on on instagram that we think that under uh, sangat will be able to take in better start following with that like we posted a lot of fitness stuff we posted a lot of food stuff like could he be test how to actually implement those gurbani pangtia, those uh, food aspects, health aspects into your every single day life. Like okay, and uh, like you listen to a sonia di charpori and then manya manya to actually implement it then into your life. That hey, I'll give you a small example like um, rosona kija amrito pija rahano nahi sansari. Um, it's about anger. So um, whenever you get angry, if you're repeating that pangti so much, um, that pangti will come to your head in that moment that you need it. Okay, yeah. that's like affirmations that people nowadays are really mm-hmm. uh, building up. That I am this, I'm that. The the gurbani jis are affirm affirmation, but we don't know how to bring that into our life. So you do two pangti jobs and start off there and yeah 100 percent reach out yeah if you message us on or even on Ajit news we really we always answer and like uh, people ask like, i'm currently struggling with hangar then you give them daddy and then you give them the sake give them the goody people where it is read this understand this and then like for yeah. 1400 job right yeah 
and and job. recognizing that you a lot of the times people think that these things are going to come like this yeah yo i'm i'm reading the bani pankti it's no changes happening it's not what's happening it's like it, you're reading it but are you really trying to take that step to implement it that rose and that jodi sa so tera roop that hey that person like just under court that person is actually maraj's roop right she is actually like bringing that thought into your head it's called like in psychology it's like rewiring your brain right um keep on bringing that thought into your head that's what gurbani does gurusab says so many different same the same lessons in so many different ways and that's i think it's because gurusab also knew there's different types of people everybody will understand things at a different aspect different age different gender different and that's why gurusab had to give the same teaching in several different metaphors and different examples mm-hmm. पंक्ति साहिब मेरा नी तो नवा सदा सदा दाता महाराज इज नित नवेरी सिंगल सेकेंड एवरी सिंगल थिंग पंक्ति अप्लाई right and i did job of jadez ya ahmed i did the job of it remember i said pani i wrote it down in my test i sent it to agar sevak to check but i had hankar a week later and then a week later after that i remembered the pankti it took 7 days to remember it but the more job of i do it then maybe it'll be 3 days closer to when i had hankar maybe then 2 days when i had hankar and maybe 24 hours after hankar and then maybe 10 minutes like eventually so can i just just keep hold that thought i just need to plug the charger in Yeah, it's so sad because yeah. uh, like these two years are really are funky are all gone. Mm-hmm. But they'll come back, I'm sure. They'll come back. Certainly. Oh, okay, uh, uh, like for example a mistake um for example a mistake like if you make a mistake one thing that we always do is uh if we're going through something we reach out to a good thing and be like this is what we're uh, struggling with mm-hmm. without giving details can you give me a pankti to do a job right we've gotten to that point but before it, the, these things didn't make sense to me at all i'm not going to lie i'm like uh because we expect that change to happen so fast but it doesn't like um Uh, like if i'm struggling with the past one thing that babba ji always says is remember this pankti asankh khate kheno kheno box and hara nanak sahib sada dayara that your infinite mistakes guru sahib forgives you in 2 seconds right guru sahib is forever forgiving so why are you holding that against yourself when mm-hmm. i really had to do that job again and again and again and again and then i struggled to talk to guru sahib again did that job again and then really started to uh, learn to forgive myself that hey it's okay let's move forward That's why the Gribi test is really good. Like I remember, I went to Babaji's and I wanted to read the Sad Fat all the time to Babaji, and Babaji's like, "Duck," and I was <laughs> there like Gribi Poti, and I was like, "I have been reading Fat for this much time. I should be reading Sad Fat," and they're like, "No, you haven't even got to the basics," and it was Gribi Poti. 
and then we read that like so many times, five times with audio, and then the Gribi tests, like all these Pankhi we're giving you, they're from Gribi Poti. And I, it's because Babri always instilled there, like without Gribi, you're not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. And if even you all, fire, you're not all, all the other pumpkin, like Pant, for food, Pad, he was talking, Pant, Pant, Pachatapakavana, Uptat Rog, Dehatinanana. That we eat so many Tarantarande food, Pant, Pant. Mm-hmm. Um, we eat so many different foods, but we don't recognize that these foods are actually going to Uptat Rog. What do they do? They create diseases in our body. Mm-hmm. And Dehatinanana, the different different types of diseases in our body so if you read that pankti like if you read that pankti before you're like about to open that fridge like um, this is a reality like um whenever i'm about to eat something mm-hmm. some sort of pankti that i've done job of so many times comes to my head and at that point you have that choice to either be ignorant and ignore that or act on it and be like okay what is the positive step i can take and that happens with pankti yeah. Yeah, and the practicality of that is like at our every good like house of like Babri students, we'll have boards of like those shabas like Bant, Bant, Pachit Bhagwana, or Mitha Gauda Dovarog, or Baba Hurkana Kusi Kua, Jitakada Tan Pudia, Man Mahatalikar. We have all the Bankia and we have them on a board right in our kitchen so that right in our like where our table is too, so that when we're eating, we're looking at it, we're doing Namaskara to it because Gurbura Namaskari Prabhsabhi Kaj Savari, but also to control our our mind of like amazing amazing it's a really inspiring conversation and i think um if it's okay with you guys i'd love to do it again at some point as well and get some feedback of the sangat topics that they want to cover because i think you articulate it really well most of the the sikhs that i know who um are in the sangat local sangat they the English is probably their first language. So having somebody able to communicate those concepts is really, really helpful. Um, and to have that depth of knowledge with Gurbani as well, is just, just really, really valuable. So thank you so much for everything that you guys do. Thank And and the, and also the Jatan also for doing this podcast as well, taking the time out. I really, really appreciate it. And just, yeah, please forgive any mistakes. Okay, bye, Guruji Kakal. Bye, Guruji Kakal. Bye, Guruji Kakal.